1: Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. Super excited today. I have Erica from the Surreality
0: podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. This is so fun. Oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I I know that we have a lot, yet not a lot, but also a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you know what's going to happen here. I'm super excited to chat with you.
1: I'm so excited. I feel like it has taken us forever to do this. And we finally were messaging each other the other day. Like, OK, let's schedule this because we've we've been talking about it mm-hmm. and we've thought about it. And here we are. So we're finally doing
0: it. We're doing it. Doing yeah. the thing.
1: Um, so you are about to have you started recapping the new su- the new surreal life yet? Or Not- is that? about to come out
0: it's about to come out monday october 24th so next week oh i'm super stoked do you know anything about it okay
1: um who isn't i know frankie muniz is in the cast Mm -hmm. and stormy daniels and i'm trying to i can't quite remember who else who's going to be in this season so
0: we have dennis rodman um let me just pull the cast list up because i'm gonna
1: that is Rodman. God, I haven't seen him do anything I know. in
0: forever. Wow. Oh, I did have this up, too. Here we go. All right. Because I know I'm going to forget someone. Here we go. All right. We have August Lena who is a rapper, and he has won, like, Grammy Awards. Or, I'm sorry, not Grammy Awards. Um, BET Awards. And he's most famous for having the entanglement with Jada Pinkett Okay. Smack. Okay.
1: Okay, but, yep, I was going to ask you if that's who that was. Okay. hmm
0: CJ Perry, who I also didn't know beforehand, but Justine knows who she is. She is a former WWE wrestler, diva, whatever. And okay, then of cool. And Dennis, Frankie, Kim Coles, who's from In Living Color from back in the day.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: Manny MUA from YouTube. I'm not huge on the beauty community, but I think Me that neither. he'll be entertaining, you know, I think is one of the less, like, problematic beauty influencers. Okay. And watch that bite me in the ass in a few months here. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Stormy Daniels and Tamar Braxton. Oh, wow. Okay. It should be so good. So this,
1: it should be quite interesting. Yeah. I do. I love the old school surreal life. I loved your recaps on it. It's oh, just so you. fun. I, I love that you're recapping all this stuff that is, like, primetime time reality it's reality in its purest form that's right oh man those were the days I love listening to you and Justine and you and Amanda doing um oh god uh, Pogan Knows Best best. yeah Pogan Knows Best we've dabbled a bit yeah yeah, I, I love it. I, it's so exciting. Okay. I cannot wait to hear you recap that. So you're gonna are you gonna put the first episode out next week after the first one comes out?
0: I'm planning on it. So it premieres Monday, and unfortunately Monday is one of my like prime times to get podcasting done. Um so right. we'll see. I'm I'm hoping to still do my every Thursday, but it might turn into Friday. We shall see.
1: Is uh, that gonna be on Paramount?
0: So they're airing it on Paramount or I'm sorry, VH1. Okay. It'll probably be added to oh. Paramount after. But it's actually airing on VH1, which is what seasons two through six did. Okay, so I think so. That's I, nice. I
1: was gonna say it's too bad that they don't upload things in the middle of the night, like Discovery Plus, so that you can watch it first mm. thing in the morning,
0: like Sister Wives. Yep. Are you watching Sister Wives? Absolutely. I got Discovery Plus <sighs> just for Sister Wives, Amanda. Um, so oh, nice. Now that I have that, I'm kind of debating getting rid of my YouTube TV. Do you do cable?
1: I do not, but I also don't do YouTube TV. But I I use Philo, and I love Philo. It's like twenty five dollars a month, and you get sixty live channels, you get unlimited, you, all this access to um, on demand, and like unlimited DVR for twenty five dollars a month. But it doesn't work for a lot of people because it doesn't have Bravo. Oh,
0: I don't really. Ex- for me,
1: yeah, I, don't I don't give it. a shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't watch need Bravo. It. I don't watch anything Bravo related, but it has, um, it has, uh, MTV. Mm-hmm. It has, you can watch WeTV, so you can watch Love After Lockup and all that garbage. Okay. It has TLC, so all your 90 Day Fiance garbage. So, it, I mean, it's just full of garbage, and I love it. I
0: love it. That sounds good. It's I so mean, cheap. That's, I think YouTube TV is seventy nine ninety nine a month.
1: yeah. It's a lot. Even still, I was looking at all my subscriptions because I have Paramount Plus for when I do shows with Justine. Mm-hmm. I have to have Jersey Shore. I have Philo, HBO Max, Stars, Showtime, <laughs> Hulu, I, I Netflix. I pretty much have all of them. Prime Video. We're definitely spending well over $100 just on subscriptions every
0: month. Oh, easy. And then
1: another $110 for our internet. It's actually more expensive. Than if you were doing cable with 500 channels, but you can't get the Hulu exclusive, right. the Netflix exclusive. So
0: I just found out I've been paying for Hulu for like four months and didn't realize it because <laughs> I did a free trial <laughs> under an email I don't really use. So and then you
1: forgot about it. Oh, and I'm so yeah. That's how they get you.
0: Like ugh. yeah,
1: my well, husband and my husband has to have like the bougie netflix that's like the 4k Mine and I'm like oh god whatever. mine's the same I way I... I can't even tell the difference i just realized my little thingy is not on my mic so hopefully it's i'm not too
0: loud here so or what it, it sounds good to me so okay cool ours my husband's the same way and i can notice the difference now i'm like immune to it But when we first got it, I was like, this is too HD for me. I feel like it looks unfinished or something. Like, it seems... Oh, wow. Yeah, once, like, ultra HD or whatever came out, I'm like, I don't like it. Mm.
1: The the only thing that I do not... That I will pay extra money for is no commercials. Sure. I do not fucking want to watch commercials. I don't care if you charge me three times as much money. I will pay it. I don't want to watch it. So.
0: (sighs) I mean... Every time a commercial plays now on Amanda and J- Jody's podcast, I just yeah. think, hope you're thinking of me on your yacht, guys. Like,
1: I know. <laughs> I, I actually, I noticed in one of their more recent episodes, I was like, "Wow, they got a lot of a lot of ads on this episode. Good for them. Getting I think I was, that ad revenue."
0: Yeah, I think I was getting like ads for Babe or BB, whatever that store is. Do you know what I'm talking oh about? Oh, God.
1: I didn't even know that store was still around.
0: The, the club, the, like, upscale club rest, dress store.
1: I didn't even know that was still around. Yeah. How funny. That's so interesting. Yeah, I've been, um, I just saw before we started that they uploaded their, what was it? It's something about Steve. It's a Family Matters episode. Yeah, that they put on the for Urkel TRP. guy.
0: Yeah, Urkel show.
1: Steve-el? Steve-el or something? Because it's, like, evil steve oh i think it's the listened episode it yet. it's a halloween episode for uh family matters and i saw that pop up right before we started recording uh-huh. and i got all excited i love when i get new episodes from them and they're three hour long sister wives oh, absolutely lives
0: i yeah. haven't been able to watch the entire thing. I've only been able to hop on for like twenty minutes or so, but I love watching them the next day. Like when I'm running errands right. and stuff, I'll just have the audio playing.
1: Me too, and it doesn't get old. So I, I the first couple times that they did it, uh and we're talking about Amanda and Jody on We Love to Hate Everything That's right, on their YouTube channel. Yes, it's so good. They're doing live. like a live watch along every Sunday afternoon and then you can get in the chat and talk about what you're watching so I started watching the episode beforehand that way I can go and do my chores and things but when you get like two or three hours of just fun content that feels like you're hanging out with your friends you Mm -hmm. can get so much shit done I got so much done on Sunday listening
0: it's a mood boost you're right yes
1: it's exciting well that's enough of our uh
0: Pimping Unpaid out our promo friends. Yeah.
1: for <laughs> all of our friends, all yeah. of our podcasting friends. Um I have a few little pop culture news things that I wanted to talk about. Ooh. A couple of things that caught my eye, mostly from I pulled up the entertainment weekly website and I saw something that caught my eye. Now, do you ever listen to Anna Ferris's podcast unqualified? No, I never have. I used to listen. Okay. I used to listen, but I find her a little obnoxious. I think she's just so insecure that it's hard to listen to.
0: Okay. What does she talk just, about?
1: So she interviews all kinds of celebrities, uh, actors and singers and everything. It, it's just another celebrity podcast interview uh, podcast. And But it's been around for a long time, and it's very successful. Okay. And... So she, I guess she had Alina Dunham on for an interview, which I hate her. I think she's awful. Wait, what are your thoughts on her? Are you a fan?
0: I haven't paid attention to her in a very long time. I did watch Girls. I remember some things coming out. I don't know. I don't have a huge hot take on Lena Dunham, but I'm excited for whatever you're about to say because I know she's capable of anything, so. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I I just, like, I'm not Alina. D- I never watched Girls. I, I might okay. watch it. I heard it was really good. um. But I do remember the controversial things that came out in her book about her and her sister yeah. and stuff like that. And I am like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, huge waving red flags. We won't even get into that. People can Google it if they want to. Um, but ever since I heard about that, I'm, like, not a fan. Not did a fan at all.
0: Did you hear what she had said about um, abortion? Which I don't know what your stance is on that, no. but it doesn't really matter with what I'm about to say. No, uh, what did she say? She said she wished she'd had experienced having one, so she could, you know, relate to women who had had that that happen. Oh before. my
1: God! Shut up! <laughs> you don't have to relate to everybody in every instance of life. Sure. I mean, for I would I would venture to say for a lot, a lot, a lot of women, it's a very traumatic experience, and you don't need to understand every bit of trauma that everyone's ever been through in order to relate to them.
0: Like just empathize. Ugh, yeah.
1: What a gross thing to say. Yeah. yeah. I think she's, I think she's a gross person in general. So
0: what do you got um, for me? Yeah.
1: What, okay. What you do? So, so on, this is more about Anna Faris than anything, okay. Um, but she was doing the interview with Lena Dunham and she recounted two incidents in which the director of my super ex-girlfriend from the movie in 2006, Hmm. He, like, slapped her ass and, <gasps> quote, humiliated her on the set. What? Yeah. She was saying it was, like, one of her hardest film experiences with, with was with Ivan Reitman. Uh, and this is, quote, I mean, the idea of attempting to make a comedy under, like, this reign of terror. He was a yeller. He would bring down somebody every day. And my first day, it was me. So it says that she explained that her first scene in the film was a fight sequence with Uma Thurman. It quickly went off the rails due to a wardrobe malfunction. I wear a red wig, she said, right before I'm in hair and makeup, and my hair lady knocks over a big jar of wig glue. (gasps) Okay, awful timing for this to happen right before you go on. Uh, The glue spilled all over her character's sweater. They only had two of them, so there's a delay on the set. It says she was like 20 to 25 minutes late. She was terrified that her first day, Ivan thinks I'm some kind of diva that's not coming out of my trailer. I'm like in the middle of the street, it's all lit, it's a night shoot, and he's taking me down. So he's like, Annie, you can't play like that around here. And I was like, don't do it, don't cry, see she's very insecure. I felt angry and hurt and humiliated and defensive. Eventually I just said, did no one tell you what happened? And at that point he kind of just shut up and went behind the camera. So, what? <laughs> yeah, she said that he had slapped her ass. Now, okay, so, he, and the, that it, it was a weird moment. Okay, so, apparently this guy died in February. Oh. <laughs> I did, and I was like, wow, so brave of her to come out and, like, name this guy and talk about what he did to her, you know, and, and then I just see that he he died. But, There's something about, like, when people die, it's like it releases other people from keeping their secrets. And I wish more people would come forward and say shit. And, of course, this happened a lot in the Me Too movement. But come forward and put people in their place while they're alive so that they can answer for the things they've done. Sure, Nobody should ever put their hands on someone else.
0: No, and especially... Like you had said, the Me Too movement, like these fucking terrible people, but mainly men in power who put themselves, you know, who do this when they know women are vulnerable. It's just so gross. So you want them to have that, you know, get what they deserve from it.
1: I love the I love the way in the past few years things have been moving forward in an insanely fast insanely fast time frame Mm -hmm. so much has changed in the past several years and moving in a positive direction I love seeing things like this where women feel strong enough to come out and tell the truth of what men have done to them it's so funny because I feel like the older I get the more of like the more I feel like I'm moving towards being a feminist I never considered myself to be a feminist. But as time goes on and I get a little older, mm-hmm. I feel myself moving more in that direction. So I like seeing things like this because, you know.
0: Absolutely. You don't have
1: to only say nice things about the dead. You can tell the truth.
0: And we have kids and we just want what's best for the next generation. I do, at least. As annoying mm-hmm. as those fuckers are, you know. Yeah. Like, I-, I didn't ask oh, if yeah. I could swear on this. Hope that's good. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Duh. But I want the best yeah, for them.
0: You know, I would have hoped that the generation above us would have done the same.
1: But no, I, that's gross.
0: Fuck these I'm guys. I am so
1: happy for how advanced this generation is because mm-hmm. I have a trans son. And I, it comforts me to know that kids now are very good about respecting pronouns and respecting people's identities. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely difficult for me just because I raised a quote daughter sure. for 14. 13 years and mm-hmm. now at f- almost 15 years old I have a son and I have to remember the pronouns and remember the name and all of that but knowing that my child is most certain is probably not going to ever be another Matthew, Matthew Shepard or oh, yeah. experience anything anywhere near what it used to be in the 90s and when we were growing up gives mm-hmm. me so much comfort and security and all of this has happened within like the last 10, I would say like the last 10 to 20 years.
0: Yeah. I mean, on, not to like bring it back to my podcast, but on season six, Alexis Arquette is on there. Do you know who that okay. is? Okay. So yes. I think, could be wrong, I think that's the first openly trans person I'd ever seen on TV.
1: And I was going to kind of, I was going to bring it back to your podcast just to say in general, when you go back and you look at these, uh, you look at these reality shows or TV shows or movies from 20 years ago, 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, you will see such a huge difference in the way that people speak to each other and treat each other, Mm -hmm. especially if they're uh, more of, you know, a minority type of group Mm -hmm. or... Like, it's really insane to see how people had been treated even 10, 15 years ago versus Mm -hmm. now. It's such a huge difference.
0: And back when that, I haven't rewatched it in a while, but that back when that season aired, it was very like Alexis walked into the house not knowing how people were going to accept them, you know. And um, when they were out in public, like she definitely, so she, by the time Alexis Arquetta died, they decided they wanted to identify as he again, but, so it's kind of hard, but um, when she was out in public, you know, it wasn't always accepted positively, so it's, yeah, right. that was 2006, so. God, that's crazy. I know. It's
1: crazy. I've just seen so much change, even in the past five Mm -hmm. or so years. It's, it's great to know we're moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I know people always want to see more, more movement, Mm -hmm. and more progressing, and just, Hang tight, cause things are moving rapidly yeah. and it's getting better, which is really comforting to me as a parent. Yes, but, and
0: huge congrats um, to your son. That that's amazing. That at such a young age, he felt comfortable to you know do that. So that's awesome. I'm happy yeah. for your family.
1: Yeah, it's it's been difficult. I'm sure. It's hard. I'm sure. It's hard. I get in trouble. I um. He told me he was gonna get a misgendered jar, and <laughs> that I was gonna have to put money oh, in God. it every time <laughs> I said she or slipped or whatever.
0: You're like, and come I'm on, like, I'm, I'm your parent. Like...
1: I'm trying. I promise you I'm trying. So, you know, we're moving in the right direction. So that always makes me happy. But good. Um, yeah. I was also going to say, what else did I see here? Oh, OK. So did you watch the new Dahmer series on Netflix?
0: I, I knew you were going to ask. And I actually okay. did not. It's so weird. <gasps> see, you if you knew me, you would think I'm the perfect candidate for true crime stuff because yeah. I love biopics, I love autobiographies, I love horror movies, but for some reason I don't get into too cri- too crime. true
1: crime crime. Okay, but this is um this is scripted, right. as you know. Evan Peters, I I think you should try like one episode. Try one episode. Eh? Uh so Justine and I did an episode on the last episode of of Resting Bitch Face and we talked about it mm-hmm. and it was we felt that it had, it was very tastefully done. Yep. A lot of people felt really offended by it. But when you know the true story of what Jeffrey Dahmer actually did, and you see the series and how it alludes to things or talks about things, but it doesn't show a lot of the very gory, disgusting things that they could have shown just for shock value, I think they really did their best to be very respectful of the victims in the situation okay um evan peters is a fantastic actor he's probably one of the greatest actors of this generation Sure. it was a really really good show so i think you should try the first episode and see if you like it
0: i'll try it do you like the american horror story series yeah sometimes yeah i saw that they're coming out with the new
1: new york season i just saw the trailer for that that's coming out like any day now i think
0: I don't think I've it's, watched the past couple. To be honest with you, like
1: the last season was like an alien season.
0: No, I definitely didn't aliens. watch that. Then. I did I not watch that one. No, I'm not really into that kind of thing anyway.
1: Did you watch the American Horror Stories? Mm, um, remind me. So it was like a spinoff of regular AHS but it was all little stories and I think there were like two there's like one or two seasons they were not good oh Uh, so each episode was a different story like they did one episode on uh Bloody Mary okay just I don't know I didn't like it I watched it because it was like 25 minute episodes and I had nothing else to watch and it was on Hulu but other than that I wouldn't you know unless you're really desperate to watch something I wouldn't recommend it it was not good no, um, but
0: I, season one was so great. And then I felt like oh it just kind of consistently God. went down from there. And yes. some seasons it started strong and then like halfway through, I would just not care anymore and not. Finish. Yeah. Season
1: one was so good. So good. Season two, I think was Asylum. I don't think I finished that one.
0: And everyone says it's the best one. They
1: say that one and Coven. Coven Those too. are always Which the two fine. that they say were the best. I didn't finish Coven either. I watched a little bit of it. <laughs> um, freak show was super intriguing to me but i don't think i loved it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um hotel started off strong Mm -hmm. and kind of petered out and then i can't remember what's after that but I, i like i just haven't been thrilled with it for a long time
0: yeah there was something in the woods like Reiki or oh, something like they that? They did like one
1: that was like nineteen eighty four or nineteen eighty five. Oh, I f- I, f-
0: I think I watched the first couple of it and it was fine. But again, yeah, I just it just didn't okay. feel the draw.
1: The first half of that season was really good and then it was just like, What? And then yeah, they did that um the alien. I didn't watch oh. any of that. But I couldn't be less interested in aliens. But
0: I- Eli Roth has this show that used to air on AMC and now I think it's just on Shudder. And it airs during Halloween and it's um, like the best of horror or something like that. It's so good. And the first two seasons were really strong because it was fresh and they covered a different category every episode like um, werewolves. I feel like I've watched
1: that. I think that was on Netflix too, maybe is it about horror movies or
0: Yeah, it yeah, it was mainly okay. on horror movies, but each episode was on a different like version or um, like genre oh, I of loved, horror
1: movies. I loved that show. I watched all of that. Yeah, yeah so
0: good. Um now they're gonna do a best horror because like I-, I think at season three of that show it was like, Okay, we've covered everything, so then they yeah, just we've were done making it all. shit up. Exactly. Yeah. So now they're doing like best horror moments, which I'm also a huge fan of that kind of thing. Okay. I'm
1: going to have to watch that because I do like, I like Eli Roth. So years ago in Vegas, probably like 10, 15 years ago, he opened this haunted house attraction in Vegas that was on the strip. And it was all done by Eli Roth. And, it did not last long because it was supposed to be a year-round attraction. Really? Yeah. I'll have to p- pull up, like, a trailer it or something. It looked like a ton of fun. I knew some friends that worked there. Um, gosh, what was it called? Where was it? What Do it you was know? Called. It was on the Strip in Vegas. Um, I never got to go, but I had some friends that worked there. And the trailer and everything looked really fun. Um... Gosh, dang it, it's going to drive me crazy.
0: I'm going to be really annoyed if I find out I was it's there. It's called what the was
1: Goratorium. Eli Roth's Goratorium. Mm-hmm. And okay, so it closed down in 2013. And it was supposed, it was only a year, like a year and two and a half months is all it lasted. Because it was a year round attraction. And I don't know, I guess people aren't just interested in the year round thing. It, they filed for bankruptcy and had to close it.
0: That's too bad.
1: I know it looked fun, like the videos and the trailer and everything looked like a lot of fun. I'll have to pull that and like put it on the Instagram. Um, but I never got to go, and I wish I would have. I don't. I think love I'll... Hostel. Hostel is one of my favorite movies.
0: I love him and in Inglorious Bastards every time. Oh
1: my god, I haven't every seen time. that in forever. Yeah, I like Eli Roth just in general. Yeah, like, me Hostel too. Hostel is so good cabin fever was good i don't know he's great do you guys dress up uh oh, yeah. so i actually grew up with a super religious mom who would tell me like halloween is a celebration of satan's birthday oh, no! so i never got to do stuff like that but so i made sure that my kid always got to do halloween yeah. like all she uh he Always dresses up for Halloween. Still, at almost 15, is going to be dressing up for Halloween. Good. His birthday's the 30th of October, so he's my Halloween baby. And um, I dressed up last year. I don't know if I'm going to dress up this year. But that's just because I'm lazy. Okay. It's nothing against Halloween. I'm just, like, lazy. Are you guys going to dress up? Oh, yeah. Do you do, like,
0: family outfits? Oh, of course. My husband and I are going to a Halloween party this weekend. And we're recycling this from last year because my husband and daughter and I went as Morticia Gomez and Pubert, the baby from Adam's Family Aww. Values, and it worked How out. Cute, yeah, it was perfect. So this year we're gonna go to a Halloween party and recycle the Gomez and That's Morticia fun. because the new show is coming out, and we only That's wore those fun. costumes for like two hours.
1: Yeah, I think, um, so last year we were, or maybe it was the year before. I don't even know if we did anything, if we dressed up last year. But we usually will incorporate uh, my son's birthday and a Halloween party since they're so close together. We usually do it the weekend before, but we're actually doing it the weekend of this year. And so the year before last, he was like Coco. So he had a red hoodie and then we painted his face. And then I dressed up like... Um, you know, one of the like skeletons or whatever. So that was fun. Um, but I think my son's gonna be a character from Terrifier 2.
0: Oh my gosh, I haven't seen it, but I listened to you and Justine talk about the first one. I think
1: the first one is so good, and is I was it? honestly, I was not happy with the second one. Yeah, that's how it goes. Sucked. Did you watch yeah. the new Halloween? I watched like the first half, um, because. My son had friends over at the beginning of the week, and they watched it, and we, like, had a little party just for funsies. Yeah. And I watched, like, the first, probably third of the movie, and then I dipped out. But just because I actually wanted to watch it, and they were busy talking and being teenagers. That's annoying. um, I liked what I saw for the first part of it and i think people seem people seem like they're in one of two camps they either love it or hate it it seems like there's not really a middle ground did you watch the whole thing
0: i did i think it took us two nights to watch it that's how it is for us these days like we start a movie and one of us is falling asleep halfway through it if the movie's three hours long which this one isn't but those movies like (laughs) two or three nights for sure it could take us a whole weekend to get through that shit
1: did Um, you like it
0: I liked parts of it and didn't like parts of it. And I don't want to spoil it for you, but it was just... To me, at the end of it, I was like, why? Hmm. Just it To me, it could have ended after the first... Like, the 2018. Halloween 2018. Okay. Which I loved. Uh, yeah. Like, I think that would have done it... Like, that I, seemed like a better ending than the ending they chose.
1: I'm not a huge Halloween fan in general. <gasps> oh, okay. Really? <laughs> I, because I like... Because... Michael Myers is almost a supernatural being. Yeah. Like the way that he's lived through, and I'm not into supernatural horror. I'm into, like, Scream is my all time favorite movie, like, not even just horror movie, but movie in general. And I love it Mm -hmm. because of the twist at the end that in 1996 I did not see coming. You know, granted, I was eight. I was going (laughs) to say,
0: (laughs) did any of us see it coming? Um,
1: and because it's humans and humans are scary and I like that. I like that the killer can die. I like when the humor, when the, the killer is human, because I like to be afraid of something that could actually happen in life. That's what I'm into.
0: What's so funny is I make the exact same argument saying almost the exact same shit But I love the Halloween series. And to me, Halloween is the epitome of like my nightmare, which is a person being in my house and me not knowing it. Yeah, that is the and same thing. I love Scream. I love I love those kind of like slashers. I love slashers. Yeah, but you're right because Michael is he. How could he not be dead? You know,
1: I know. It's it's so it's ridiculous. And then also when you look at it as a whole, it's like, really, why would he be hunting down this same bitch for 45 years? I mean, at this point, he's Jerry. Geri- he's like beyond geriatric. And it's always some <laughs> chick like running and tripping over a piece of uh, a log, a falling yeah, log. Yeah. And he's walking a steady one point five miles per hour and it's will like, always catch up to them. Like, it's just that kind of stuff that's so annoying to me. But. You know it's a classic it's a classic it character is. it's a classic movie
0: i remember when the first one so when 2018 came out someone probably on reddit had a theory that michael's not going after jamie lee curtis
1: i He's think i saw that okay cool but then she just so happens to be in all the places she like, was going every to him movie. though but she why? went to the
0: the prison. Like she was like, showing up to the bitch places. Bitch, move
1: somewhere. God. Exactly. Move, move away. on with your life, you weirdo.
0: Exactly. But I loved that theory. It's like, what if Laurie Strode has just been, you know, I mean, obviously she was suffering from PTSD and she was going crazy and like locked down in her house. And it's so like, keep what if traumatizing you did yourself, exactly over and over and over again. It was yeah, a good theory. I liked it because they totally erased yeah. the sibling thing. Yeah, for 2018. So I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's theory. true. It was geek.
1: Well, and originally they weren't siblings, right? In the original movie. No, that's it was something never that they added the idea. On later on,
0: it was never yeah. the idea in the first place. They just threw that in for <sighs> the second one.
1: Oh man, I uh, I watched Halloween H2O oh. <laughs> just recently. I I hadn't seen it since it first came out, and I'm like, God, how were we in love with Josh Hartnett? This unibrow, this haircut. I don't know what was so sexy about him um but you know what people love h2o and i just thought it was okay i was i felt like nothing really happened in that movie
0: oh i love it but not because it's good just because it's cheesy it's a terrible mask at one point in the movie they actually cgi'd a michael myers mask onto him
1: oh my god it's so
0: bad i have a halloween h2o shirt that i got at plato's closet like two years ago and it was oh like my a officially licensed gear and there it's was probably two... worth a lot of money oh i've been wearing it though i save it for this time of year now it's I probably
1: it. been it's i would i would look ebay up on that shit it's probably worth hundreds of dollars honestly because i've never seen one before it's probably super rare
0: well what's actually worse is that at the time when i went there were two of them and i only bought one so I could have sold one and wore it.
1: Yes, you could have. Oh, my gosh.
0: That's the I'm story of my life right there. Just constant opportunity. Yeah. Is that
1: two bucks? <laughs> yep.
0: Just letting it ride on by. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's funny. Uh, um, so Halloween. Yeah, I I get it. I'm definitely going to watch. I'm going to watch the rest of this movie because it mm-hmm. looked good. Um, trying to think of what other horror movies. Obviously, Justine and I love Terrifier. Have you seen the first movie?
0: I haven't seen them at all. You've and gotta kinda, watch it. I'm kinda scared to watch it. I've seen it is, what it looks like.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's super creepy and it is It's, it's crazy gory,
0: right?
1: It's crazy gory. But it's very much like eighty slasher B movie. Yeah, it's so fucking good. That's cool. You gotta watch it. It's like an hour and twenty minutes. You have to watch it. it you're gonna like it.
0: Oh, that's a breath air, a breath, bleh, a breath of fresh air these days. I know. Like I'm an like, hour like, why and are all twenty movie. Ooh, so long. Ugh. Do you like the yeah. Child's Play series? Um,
1: that's another supernatural thing. It's like <laughs> it, you can burn him, you can <laughs> chop his head off, you can. You know it is but i've never considered off.
0: it like that i mean it is part of the series though it's you're like, right come
1: on i like
0: it's a literal <laughs> voodoo curse that causes him to come back in bride which is my right.
1: favorite i'm i'm gonna say something that's pr- no i haven't seen all of them but i'm gonna say something that's probably controversial Ooh, i liked the remake with aubrey
0: plaza oh okay i kind of forgot the 2019 about it. i watched it i kind of forgot um I thought it was fine if you separate it. It didn't have to be a Child's Play remake, you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. It would have been fine on that's its true.
1: own. That's true. Yeah. But That's that's very true. Um I think one of the best, if not the best remakes of all time for horror movies was the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Jessica Biel one?
0: Yes. I loved that one.
1: It is so fucking good. I
0: have it on DVD in this house somewhere.
1: Oh my god. It is one of the best I I think, I think I like that movie better than the original from the seventies.
0: I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first one. And that's
1: another scary thing, like creepy fucking cannibal family, oh. broke down middle of nowhere, like, like that. Kill Hillbilly shit's scary. inbred
0: people. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, I don't like it at all.
1: Yeah, and I lived in Tennessee in small town. I've been to small towns like that. I've driven through small towns like that. So, yeah, it's scary. I've been to, I think it was in The Hills Have Eyes, the remake for The Hills Have Eyes, which is also a good remake. Um, There's a scene where they stop at this beat-down gas station in the middle of nowhere. I have been to a gas station like that. I have been to a gas station that was one gas pump. right? And it was so old that the numbers flipped inside of it. It was not digital. It was... Number I do like split. it. I don't like it. They did not take debit cards or credit cards. You had to have cash. They did not have an ATM. So I pumped some gas and then realized, oh shit, I don't have any cash on me. I was on a like a road trip with my boyfriend at the time, and he had to like go drive. Who knows? We had to go drive. Who knows where and get cash.
0: That's terrifying. Because I just would have wanted to keep driving, but you probably can't, especially you with already, how low I've been letting my gas tank get lately.
1: Well, we had already pumped the gas. We didn't know that oh. we it never would occur to us yeah, yeah. that we couldn't use a debit card in two thousand five or whatever or two thousand six to pay for gas. We just pumped it and then went in to pay. And they're like, We only take cash. And I was like, Oh my this is how the horror movie starts. This, this we are z- going to somewhere. be murdered. So we we're going to gonna be mortared over $34 worth of gas. It's going to happen and we're going to be eaten here and nobody will ever find our bodies.
0: He had to leave you there?
1: Yeah. Uh. And as I'm... as I'm, Maybe I went to get the money. As I'm telling this story I'm like, shit. Did this actually happen to me? Or am I recalling <laughs> a movie?
0: <laughs> maybe I they based the really movie off of you. Me.
1: I'm pretty sure this really happened to me. As I'm retelling the story, I'm like, this almost feels like a dream or like an actual movie.
0: 2005 was a long time ago. I'm pretty sure that happened to me. My husband told me (laughs) way back in the day when we like first got together that him and his friends had found a dead body in the woods when they were younger. And I'm like, no. I'm like, that's stand by me. That didn't happen to you. (laughs) (laughs) And I asked him about it later and he had no idea what I was talking about.
1: Oh my God. So I
0: think he had that moment too when he's like, that didn't happen to me. I saw that movie when I was like five and just. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a thing.
1: Uh, Yeah, now, like when I t- say it out loud, I'm like, that couldn't have happened. But no, I well, think he's it your did ex happen. for a
0: reason like maybe he did leave your ass there i mean
1: so if anybody (laughs) if anybody um recalls what movie that came from and you just want to call me an idiot just tell me and then i'll i'll retract my statement
0: i've been an idiot for a lot (laughs) worse don't worry
1: oh man it's funny because some things you'd say out loud and you're like what wait a minute (laughs) Am <laughs> I totally full of shit? Or was that a real thing that happened? Oh,
0: imagine yeah. the shit that I think that we <laughs> think. You know what I mean? Like, the things we don't even say out loud.
1: Oh, my God. Too funny. Well, the whole reason, so we we went on tangent, and I love this. I love tangents. It's what I, I love the most. But the whole reason I brought up Je- Jeffrey Dahmer we, was because I saw a little post online that says that eBay has banned jeffrey dahmer costumes from their website <gasps> oh. after the release of the show do you yeah. need to
0: buy a jeffrey dahmer costume can't you no, make one I lazy mean, asses
1: yeah you need like what like a like dad jorts and tennis shoes and some cheap glasses i mean that's pretty much it
0: exactly you- I don't
1: know what the costume would look like. Costumes
0: but. are always better when you put them together yourselves anyway.
1: Yeah. Like, what do you think about people dressing up like serial killers? Is that a no-no?
0: I think it's going to happen. I don't really have a... I haven't had someone I love be murdered by a very predominant predominant serial killer, so I guess I shouldn't talk. But mm. no, it's going to happen. It's... Yeah.
1: A lot of people were really angry about the series in general because oh. um, they they didn't uh, co- they didn't um, collaborate with the victims' families and, and such, and they didn't get quote permission to create the mm-hmm. series. And what I said is, we have to be really careful what we say. People can and cannot talk about,
0: sure,
1: um, because. This is a true crime story. It's something that actually happened. It's part of history. And people have a right to talk about it. And Netflix created a show and talked about it. And they're probably the five millionth person that's talked about it. I mean, think about all of the podcasts that you listen to, all the true crime, mm-hmm. all the true crime documentaries. This is not the first time this this has been discussed. It's just a new thing now. No, to but... be honest
0: with you, I... Sorry to interrupt you, but no, you're good. When I heard it was coming out, I was like, "Another one they done this? Like, yeah? Do we exactly. need to hear the, hear the story again?"
1: That's how I felt too. And but I told Justine, I was like, it gave me a different outlook into the story because I know all the gory details. I've seen the crime scene photos. I know all of the black and white of what happened. But I feel like the series did a really great job of giving you insight into the families and the victims and and even his family and what they went through. So I I liked it for that purpose. It gave me a different outlook on it. But yeah, we can't just go around saying, hey, you can't talk about that thing that actually happened because then you're shutting down free free speech. You're shutting down podcasts. You're shutting down television, television stations. You don't have to have permission to talk about something. Right. We're free to do that. And you have to be careful because it's a slippery slope. And before you know it, there there's a lot of countries that don't have the right to talk about what they want to talk about. Sure. We don't want to become one of them. It's yeah. scary. But I... I understand morally. Now, you can you can look at something from a moral aspect and say you don't agree with it morally. But, you know, that's your right to disagree with it.
0: I think both of us being young women and our, you know... Our early 20s, right? Uh huh.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been 24 for quite a long time now.
0: As, yeah. as two women of a certain age, um, I do feel like it's a constant, you know, not struggle, because I want to say it's work, because it's not work, but, uh, you know, just trying to be the best we can be, because that's what you and mm-hmm. I, I'm sure both of us do every day, is try to be the best yeah. version of ourselves and try to do our best to not offend anybody, but there's also something, so I'm like, oh, come on, like, really? Yeah, come
1: on. there's bigger, there's bigger fish to fry. This too, exactly.
0: Uh, yeah. Exactly. Um, I now, will-
1: would I dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween? No, no, I think that's distasteful, and it's not something that I would do. But if you want to do it, go for it. If you want to be a garbage person, that's your right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my opinion.
1: I will say, if
0: I were, so I think it was one of the victims' cousins specifically had said you know like they didn't ask permission to have me in the show you know to have a very lifelike and you know identical representation of me like i remember they had the person's like outfit exact on and like exactly what Mm -hmm. they said i would be pissed as fuck if they had someone playing me and never talked to me about it or paid me for that matter i'd be pissed
1: but they don't have to because they're just talking about what happened? I don't know.
0: Have someone else do it. Don't have, you know, Emily on screen being a blonde, you know, woman with wings on her well, eyes pretending to be they have to tell to the story me, of you know? how it
1: happened. because. But here's the thing. If they did change the person, they changed the name, they changed the likeness, they changed the personality, whatever. Then people would be pissed off that they were, that. oh, I know that's supposed <laughs> to be me. I was there, though. That character is supposed to be me, okay? That's sure. what I look like. That's not my personality. That's not, all of this is bullshit. This is so unrealistic. Then people, like, you just can't win.
0: And I'm know? narcissistic enough where if that happened to me, I'd be like, that was supposed to be me.
1: <laughs> I know you'd be like, this recreation actress looks nothing like me. Yeah. What, I mean, can we get like, you know, Kristen Bell or Kirsten Dunst up in this bitch? Like, come on. You got
0: me there. <laughs> no, and when Biopics come out, I do get annoyed when people don't look like the person because they yeah. usually just cast someone who's very famous already, and some of them have worked out really well. But it's like I know that there's there's how many acting people trying to make mm-hmm. it. Like you couldn't have found someone that looked more and maybe is also talented, but I've heard One how of the stuff best is. ones
1: of all time, Jennifer Lopez as Selena.
0: Oh, so good. Oh, always watched Oh, my Selena. god.
1: So, I mean, that made Jennifer Lopez's career. I don't care what anybody says. When they put the side-by-side of the video, I mean, she captured Selena in such a fantastic way. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, I did worry about my son, though, that maybe he was, like, a a psychopath or something. Because at the end of the movie, he didn't cry when Selena died. And I was like, okay, um, I'm going to be scheduling a therapy appointment because there's something wrong with you. Right. Um, I no one's know the as you the for ending Halloween to that in movie 10 years. and I still cry every single time that part comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's one of the best ones ever. I did see recently that lifetime made a movie about the last days of Gabby Petito. Oh yeah.
0: Already?
1: Oh yeah. That was released. Be- uh, yeah. Well, it's been a year since it happened. Right. Oh, okay. So-
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, Chatties. I mean, like, guys,
1: it's been long enough. It's not too soon. Um, but the only thing is, when it comes to Lifetime movies and stuff, they're so cheesy oh, and they're, they're so, so thrown. They're thrown together so fast and so cheap and so cheesy. That seems offensive mm-hmm. when Lifetime makes a movie about you. Uh,
0: absolutely. I think it's too soon, personally. But yeah. Lifetime is the, it's the bottom of the bucket. Have you seen the Brittany Murphy one?
1: No, we should bad?
0: we should do like some sort of live okay. reaction to it or something. It's not very long. It's a lifetime movie, you know. I think okay. you can find it online still. Everything is terrible. The the costumes, the actors, the wigs. It's it's so bad.
1: Remember when they did that uh, Britney Spears one? I think so. Uh, and they okay, so they did. Oh God, I can't remember. So let me look it up. Britney Spears Lifetime. I never watched it because it looked awful, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I remember seeing the trailer. Okay, Britney Ever After from 2017. The girl (laughs) looked nothing like Britney, nothing like Britney, other than the fact that she was, like, skinny and blonde. And they couldn't, because this wasn't an official, oh, my gosh, I have to send you this picture because this is supposed to be Britney and uh, the choreographer... Wade let me see if I can I don't know if I can do it while we're on video I'll have to I'll have to show it to you later okay. but the act the, the actress looks nothing like her and they couldn't get the rights to Britney's music so <laughs> all of the music that they put in the movie are just like royalty-free kind of like how we would choose yeah. for our podcast royalty-free pop music <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like oh, but she's in God. a costume
0: that kind of looks like the costume yeah the it's like a crop wore. top
1: and pigtails and i mean it's just that would be a fun one to talk about
0: and too. she's like hey yeah 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 or yeah yeah it's
1: i mean she just looks nothing <gasps> Good. like pretty spirit i that one i remember people lost their minds over yeah.
0: sounds yeah. great uh lifetime has put out a few bangers though and i don't mean good movies i just mean entertaining to watch there was one that came out (laughs) when i was like 13 or 14 it was called she's too young and i bought it on dvd and it's about a girl who did go on to act in some other things um she gets syphilis from some guy in her high school oh i think this guy was from smallville i think he was the main guy from smallville
1: oh my god and
0: that's like the whole premise is like she gets it and then everyone starts bullying her for it and it's uh oh my god like a knockoff 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 13 almost
1: see you watch that and you're like that's it i have to own this on dvd
0: it's just it i have to be able to watch this forever i knew it was so bad
1: oh my god it
0: had a couple it had a girl from emma from degrassi on it she was in it i've never
1: watched degrassi i'm so bad on that i need to get on it it's i need to get on that
0: Maybe you can get your son to, th- to watch it with you.
1: Maybe. The next generation or whatever. I know there's exactly. different iterations of it. I'm trying to think of any re- Oh, I do remember there was a Lifetime movie back in like late two- late 990s nine- early 2000s and it had the Pink Ranger, Amy Joe Johnson in it and she was a <gasps> gymnast yes! and she had an eating disorder. Yes! Uh I loved I loved that movie.
0: They showed that, it to us in health class. They did, mm-hmm. but I'd seen it before that. But it was everyone. It was middle school, so all of us oh were gosh. like, "She's the Pink Power Ranger." And yeah, perfect
1: I, body. It's called Perfect
0: yes. Perfect Body. She's a gymnast. It came out in yeah, nineteen
1: ninety seven.
0: Good year. Yeah. Um, no, I remember specifically there was a scene when her mom made her eat like a plate of like a chicken breast and peas and she's like I ate it and then walked away and her mom hears her like Ugh, and then oh my the god the toilet flush like that's a permanent memory a in memory my yeah yep. yeah
1: yeah I remember that I will never forget that movie I'm trying to think of like you know what there there is that podcast um mother may I sleep with Danger or Mother May I sleep with podcast or something. So Ooh. there is a podcast out there that recaps lifetime movies. <laughs> um, what a good idea. Shit. I'm trying to think Mother May I sleep with podcast. The the thing is I, I think that I'm not a huge fan of the host. Okay, Molly McAleer. So a lot of people know who that is and in the podcast world, but I'm not like a huge fan. Um, I,
0: I don't know. I don't yeah, know her.
1: I, she always has other people on. Oh, she was co-founder of Hello Giggles. Re- remember that website?
0: No, what was that one?
1: I think it was uh it's some like girly website that Zoe De Chanel, I thought she was a a co-founder also. Was it like a blog? No, it's just kind of like maybe like a 17.com like oh, funny sure. funny quirky Halloween mm-hmm. costume like stuff like that. Okay. I don't know. Um but I Always thought that it was a great idea. I mean, I should subscribe to that again. But yeah, it's it would kind of really be fun for idea. us to recap, like, uh, you know, top 10 craziest Lifetime movies or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: something like that.
1: And I know this isn't a Lifetime movie, but I always think in the same vein of that is Fear with Mark Wahlberg. I <laughs> love Fear, girl. What is it? It's Reese Witherspoon, right? Yes. I and just a really w- sexy, abusive Mark Wahlberg oh my god like i actually i'm what i'm like into it i watch it and i'm like yeah
0: I'm that. <laughs> i know and that's I'm careful careful but <laughs> i i I've i al- get the appeal yeah i've always wanted someone to be a little territorial over me i'm into me that. me
1: too but
0: i will always remember a friend of mine told me the ones that feel the need to protect you are the ones you need to be protected from
1: end up being those
0: and i i believe it so
1: that's that's interesting that's really interesting yeah yeah because i did i had an ex-boyfriend when i was 15 and he was 19 and that's a whole nother story um but he was he was the super protective boyfriend who was scary and possessive and now my husband now is like i could be gone for hours and he's like i'm like uh, some days i come home and i'm like i told you i was going to target i've been gone for six hours i could have been fucking kidnapped murdered thrown in a ditch and the murderer is in another state by now like what you just don't even care you don't even care if i've been murdered oh, i know yeah and he's just like oh i didn't well, i figured you're all right I'm yeah like- you can handle yourself you can handle your own yeah I like what's wrong with you, um, but yeah. So it, it sounds better than it is in reality. But I I do like that movie. The only thing is the whole the the roller coaster scene is so absurd. Um, wild it, it, horses. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like that is the last place on earth that I would ever want to be finger banged is on a fucking wooden roller coaster. Yeah. Wooden roller coasters are the worst. You will end up with whiplash and your vagina will be like in pieces by the time you get off that ride. Like,
0: <laughs> That's a horror movie I would watch. That
1: is a horror movie. There's nothing sexy about that. When's the last time you wrote, wrote a wooden coaster? Because I can tell you it ain't a good time.
0: Yeah. Oh God. No. My friend and I always, whenever we hear that song, she's in LA. I'm here. Whenever one of us hears it, it, we text sexy. the other one. Oh, yeah. No. I love Fear. I love Fear. I like that movie. I love the soundtrack. I love everything about it. It
1: was a good one. I mm. like it. Yeah. Yeah. We should talk about some cheesy movies like that and on another podcast
0: absolutely let's do it
1: oh i was gonna ask you you said you started listening to a new podcast what are you listening to right now
0: oh i just started today i'm on episode four i think i've become fascinated with mlms this week and i know this isn't new right i know this is a thing i have known what they are i've been trying to be pulled into them oh yeah for like a decade like i'm very aware this has been a thing yeah um but this week specifically, so it started with a dream. And I'm not saying that okay. to be cute. It, I'm t- it's real. So I, the other night I dreamt about a guy I used to fuck around with in college. And I'm, I woke up, I'm like, what the fuck has that guy been up to? You know, like one of those. Oh like,
1: God, what like, is he into?
0: Like 10 years later, like who, what are you, what are you doing? You could be dead for all I know. Right. Um, I guess divorced. And his new girlfriend is like MM, MLM queen. What does she sell? Plexus.
1: Oh, God.
0: The the Sister Wives one.
1: Yeah, the Sister Wives stuff.
0: So I, like, knew that, but I never looked into it. And I was fully stalking, like, watching her videos, telling her story, which was really sad. I'm not going to take that from her. But, like, how Plexus has changed her life. And it's not about selling things. It's about, like, empowerment and building connections. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I've just been on my phone whenever I can during my daughter's nap time and everything like trying to find out how much exactly you can make and it's just (laughs) it's exactly like every other one it's like you rely completely on the people you recruit to get in and it's so terrible yeah and I hear you don't actually ever make money on this shit have you ever been involved in any of this or
1: I used to buy Herbalife, okay, but I I never sold anything. And I had a friend that tried really hard to recruit me into Mary Kay. Oh yeah, but I was always just like Mary Kay. That's like old lady makeup. Like when I'm gonna go have some like Mary Kay parties with all my fifty year old friends. Like
0: (laughs) exactly.
1: (laughs) It was just so weird to me, but. um I've never been sucked into an MLM because I always just figured if I took half as much energy as it would take me to sell someone else's shit, I could sell my own shit and make all the money instead of like the 12% that they would be so gracious to give me or the 20%. And I'm just like, I'll just take half of that energy, put it into my own thing and make the money myself which is what I think is sad. I think there are some women out there who hustle their asses off with MLMs. They're doing lives, they're marketing, they're reaching out to people. Imagine how successful they could be if they created their own thing and worked that hard to market it and get the sales. They would be making 10 times as much money. And that always blew my mind that people
0: didn't think about that. Oh, 100%. And I... I I had someone try to suck me in a uh, Mary Kay too for a while. Yeah, yeah. and I eventually had to be rude to the person, and it took a long time for me to finally just say, "Yep, I'm busy." Basically, was yeah, fuck off.
1: I have better things to do. But this
0: person was a customer at my job, so I couldn't be super rude. But eventually, I just like looked her in the eye and said, "I'm busy." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, other shit going on. And so with Plexus, they're like big. Her, you know like Mary Kay it's the Cadillac right so with them you can get eventually get a Lexus and then you go once a year they have like a big Hawaii trip which Janelle just went on with some with the, some of the kids from Sister Wives okay and someone on Reddit pointed out something I love which is kind of just what you said like I know someone who's into it and they're in it for the Hawaii trip and they're you know bragging about going and it's like you could also just go to Hawaii on your own yeah. if you worked A full-time job. Yeah. Like a decent paying full-time job. I mean, I don't know about in this economy, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't have to work there to go to Hawaii, girlfriend.
1: No, you can go to Hawaii. You can buy yourself a Cadillac that's not an ugly shade of pink on your own. You could buy a Cadillac and have it painted pink. Like, who cares? It it is, it's pretty ridiculous. Have you gone to parties? You know, these companies, they basically cut out the marketing team and they're paying 100 times less than they would be if they marketed their product and you're doing all the work for them and they're literally throwing you scraps mm-hmm. so it it just never made sense to me
0: and you always have to be pumping in money Mm-hmm. I have a friend who way back in the day like when we were probably nineteen, twenty, something like that They started selling the knives, the Cutco knives. Uh, Okay. I heard
1: those are amazing knives. Yeah, I've heard the same thing.
0: My dad was nice enough to have them over to, you know, they said they wanted, like, a practice run. Okay. But my dad is a super nice guy and ended up buying some, you know, like, you know, they're putting in work. We'll do it. I (sighs) just, in the past, like, four months, three months, had a client at work tell me they do that on purpose they tell you like hey like I'm about to start doing this thing but I really want to practice it before I actually start going to people's mm-hmm. houses and doing it that's yep. so fucked up that was a friend of mine
1: yeah no they do that with Mary Kane stuff too oh, like, hey, it's so bad. you know I'm just learning this new thing and this is my new business and if you could just support me I'll come over and do a free makeover for you I just got to practice before I start going to Other people's houses, because they always tell you to, you, you focus on your immediate family and friends because they want to support you. And that's why you go after them first, because they're the easiest marks.
0: Do you have any family members that are really deep in?
1: No. Okay. Mm
0: -mm. I don't either, but my cousin started, she did the um, ring bombs. You know what these things are? No. What's that? They're bath bombs with a piece of jewelry in them that could range anywhere from a $20 value to like a $1,000 value. Yeah. Okay. So, and when she messaged us about it, like our family group, it was just so sad how generic it sounded, you know? Yeah. She was like, hey guys, like I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm starting my own business. This is what it is. And my first response was, did you have to pay to start?
1: yeah it's not your own business yeah
0: she's like well yeah I had to buy the product and I think I bought from the first two or three lives like I bought myself two things one in the first one in the second right and then bought some things for my nieces in the third because of course they would think it was cool to watch this thing like explode right. and glitter and then there's a ring for you in it you know like yeah and then I was like I can't anymore I've shelled out Probably a hundred dollars on four baths. That's what you get. (laughs) After that, it's it's on you, girlfriend. Like, yeah,
1: no, they tell you that. They tell you like you're basically the easiest mark is your immediate friends and family. They want to support you. They have a hard time telling you no. So that's who you go after first. It's crazy.
0: It's it's fascinating. All of them. They're all fascinating to Mm -hmm. me. I do. You know, I honestly,
1: I I honestly have thought to myself, God, if I didn't have any morals, I would start my own fucking MLM.
0: Just like the um what was the other business idea you had? Oh
1: Lulu oh.
0: Like escorting, what? but oh like something to do with the images or something. What there was something you were talking oh. about on the... Oh no, no
1: no. I used to I used to answer phones at an escort agency. I
0: know, but
1: And what would ha- what we would do? Oh, for catfishing, what we would do is we would steal like regu- random models or even random girls on Instagram, like basically Instagram models? Yeah, yeah. We would take their photos, some hot chick, and we would mirror image them. So there's a setting. I can't believe I'm saying this on the free feed. I'm giving away the secrets..
0: So basically about it.
1: what you do. Basically what you do is you go in and you choose the mirror setting. So it flips the picture so that when someone thinks they're being catfished and they go to Google image search the photo, it will not come up with results and they won't know that you're catfishing them. It is fucking genius. (laughs) It is the smartest thing we ever did because whenever you are sending an escort out from an agency, it's literally a box with a hundred different girls' phone numbers on it. And whoever you can get a hold of is who you're sending on the call. They're Nine times out of ten, they're not going to look anything like the girl in the picture. And so whatever picture you use doesn't really matter. You just want to get a hot girl to hook them in, and then you send whoever you can get to the call and hope that she can get the money. That's it.
0: Was So you probably weren't on, like, the front lines of this shit, but were the women, hopefully women, not girls, um, were they, you know, decent?
1: Oh so yeah, so I knew all of them. They would co- because oh, okay. of the because after their call, they come into the office and they have to pay you. They have to pay fifty percent of what they get to. So if you book the call, but here's the thing, let's say you book the call for two hundred fifty bucks. One twenty five goes to the house, and then I get twenty percent of what she gets. So twenty five to me or twenty four to me, and she gets the rest. So when the girl shows up, she has to upsell, if she wants to make money. It's
0: an MLM, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the, I mean that two fifty is basically just to get her in the door, um. But one day I'm going to start a Patreon, and I will discuss a lot of that. I but you got to pay for it. can have it money. For free.
0: Take I might money.
1: actually cut that out because that was giving a lot away. Do it. That's okay. <laughs> um, but I just you know what I it's funny because I think that. It's a good thing that I have morals in general because I think I could be a very dangerous person if I didn't. I could start my own cult. I could start my own MLM, which is basically the same thing. Yeah. But I I do feel like I could be a very persuasive person that could use people to do things that I wanted them to do. And I think it's a really good thing that I use my powers for good and not evil. So I use my powers to talk about Garbage TV and shit that doesn't matter on my podcast, and not creating my own cult or my own MLM scheme. I so, like to think the same thing. Yeah,
0: I like to think the same <laughs> thing about myself too. Um, I've worked. Oh, we could in... be dangerous
1: together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I used to work for Matt Cosmetics, which was okay. fine. It wasn't. I never had a problem, really. You know, right? Like that's nothing not I couldn't handle. Um, uh, but yeah, that's what it is, and it's even worse now. But I mean, that's the whole job. And I've always been someone when it's like, I don't want to sell someone something they don't need because no one wants that. Mm -hmm. I personally would rather go to someone who's like, you know, like it says that it wears for this long, but it actually wears for this long, you know? Oh, yeah. That's
1: but that's why you're a good salesperson. Like for me, I worked for a timeshare company. I went to I worked for Wyndham (laughs) Resorts and I was telemarketing sales. So and I was 19 at the time. I was the youngest person in the room and I was in top three of sales at almost every month that i worked because i didn't bs people and i didn't call people and go wow i've got a great deal for you john um oh we better get on this because there's only two packages left and oh what was that joe oh joe just sold one of them we better get you on this no i didn't do that shit i was just like hey I know that it's annoying to get calls from telemarketers. But what I have to tell you is really cool. So give me a couple minutes. If you love it, we'll do it. If not, that's fine. I got 500 other people to call after you. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm like, you know, five days, four nights. You're going to be in New York City staying at the Ritz Carlton. You get to go to Carmine's Little Italy for dinner. You get to see a Broadway show, Orchestra Center seating. You know, you get to bring your husband, and it's going to be so much fun. And usually, if if you added all of this up, it would cost you like four grand. But because you're a Wyndham owner, it's two grand. What do you think? Do I have to go to a presentation? Yeah, you got to go see a timeshare presentation. You do. I'm not going to lie to you. That's the that's the uh, trade off. But it's still kind of worth it, right? And like, I would make sales all day oh, because awesome. I wasn't a bullshitter, and I like honestly think to myself all the time thank god I have some kind of morals because the world could be a dangerous place if I didn't mm-hmm.
0: I just yeah good for you I exactly same thing like, I wish I, know... I didn't
1: though sometimes I'm like god I could make so much money I could I could scam so many losers out of so much money and nobody would ever I would be a great love scam artist
0: oh oh yeah you're still yeah. young. You got time. I
1: Maybe know. the second half of your
0: life, you'll be evil. You don't know.
1: An evil genius.
0: Exactly. Check mm. back with your husband when you hit fifty. <laughs> I could
1: be the. I could be the focus of one of Dr. Phil's episodes on love scams. I had you ever watched those episodes? No, I
0: don't know what you're talking.
1: Oh my God! So Dr. Phil does these episodes about people who have been scammed out of hundreds of thousands of dollars by some dude in Nigeria who pretends like, you know, and it's like the documents look so fake. The photos look so fake. They're always scamming some chick named Sherry who's like 64 years old and thinks that, you know, Joe, 24-year-old Joe, wants to marry her and be in love with her forever. And it's like, God damn it, why do I have a conscience? People are so stupid. I could be making you hundreds know, of heard thousands of, of dollars day nobody fiance. would ever
0: catch me. That's what I think of when you talk about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it's so funny because Dr. Phil will pull up the photos oh, of yeah. the text messages and stuff. And it's totally broken English. the The sentences don't make sense. They show a picture of a passport. You can like see that it's been text, like oh, it's been gosh. copied over. It's blue ink, and then it's black te- It just—it's so ridiculous. And these women will, or men too, will be like, "Well, I've sent over, you know, four hundred seventy-two thousand kind dollars. Of like, money? oh my god, that what that am I doing money with and why my they life?" there's so many idiots like this out there (laughs) well they don't anymore because they sent it all to their imaginary lover
0: like i am a prince from blah 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 um and also in uh, i see like warnings (laughs) in makeup artist groups i'm in because that's what i do um around especially like fashion like new york fashion week but all the time like people will get inquiries in broken English being like, I have six girls that need their makeup done. Um, This is how much I'm willing to give, but I'll give it to you then or something. And a lot of it that people are like, this sounds like a trafficking thing.
1: Uh, wait, how is that a trafficking thing? Because he's saying that he'll no, pay you up No, I think
0: it's something like you show up at the place. To do imaginary people's makeup? What? And then they either like kidnap you or like you're doing makeup for women who are in trafficking or something.
1: <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah. I watched this movie somewhat recently and it was this woman who showed up The she met this guy out at a coffee shop or something like that. And he's like, Oh, I'm a famous for I'm not a famous. I'm a photographer. I think you know, you're a great model or something or she showed up for some modeling shoot or something. And she thought it was creepy. It was weird to show up at this like studio. But she did it. And when she got there, there was a receptionist or assistant there. It all seemed super legit. She went in. She got her photos done. This is based on a true story from what I remember. And everything went perfectly fine. And she left. And then he called her back to do a second shoot. Mm -hmm. And the second time she came back is when she was kidnapped like the the assistant wasn't there the the studio looked totally different and like empty from before and that is when they got her because they basically like earned her trust the first time around and then got her for the second time yeah oh it was pretty crazy to watch but it is that is how a lot of scammers will get you like maybe they'll get you on a small transaction for a couple hundred dollars and mm-hmm. oh everything went smoothly it's okay i can trust this person now i can send them thousands and that's when they get you
0: that is ter- so she's okay um
1: i'm trying to find up the information
0: okay i really hope this person's okay that's terrifying that's i my worst i believe nightmares. so i
1: believe this is a true story okay It's called A Model Kidnapping. Nope, that's not it. I'll look it up. That's another one. This says she's grabbed off the street. That was not what happened. Um, But yeah, so it might have been a a Lifetime movie or something similar. (laughs) Did Um, this happen
0: to you, Julie?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, so a few years ago, I was doing some high fashion modeling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I showed up to this studio, and it was kind of weird. Okay. And yeah. they were
0: like, you're super hot. You're perfect. Yeah, you're
1: great. You know, I thought it was really kind of, it seemed legit. Everything went fine. And the yeah. next time I showed up and they fucking kidnapped me.
0: <sighs> Would you know it? Ain't that some shit.
1: Um, have you watched A Friend of the Family based on the Abducted in Plain Sight documentary?
0: No. Okay, What's you gotta that? watch
1: this too. It's on um, Peacock. It's a Peacock original. Okay and it's a dramatization version of the of the documentary series from Netflix called abducted in plain sight. Did you watch that? I didn't either. Oh, it I know what it is. I know shocking it is. and insane and you, terrifying. That sounds yes, really scary. You should watch it. But if you don't want to watch the real thing and you want to watch the dramatization, you can watch Peacock. It's called A Friend of the Family and it is a dramatization of the events that happen. Colin Hanks plays the dad in the story oh yeah okay i know
0: what you're talking about yes i've seen trailers it's
1: good and i believe that the actual kidnapping victim has helped is like a producer of the dramatized show so it seems like it's probably very accurate to what happened and it goes pretty well alongside with the docuseries or the documentary so okay very good i recommend that
0: i'm in minnesota and people say that mall of america is one of the top trafficking capitals oh in the my world God,
1: people still go to the mall, well, I guess Mall of America is not a regular mall, so
0: no, it's I barely go a landmark I go once a year, maybe
1: well di- like, I mean tops. um, the guy that does the guy that does um his son was kidnapped from a mall, and he did that t v show where they would catch the criminals and John. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that TV show where they would try to catch the criminals in the 90s and stuff?
0: I'm just thinking show... of To Catch a Predator, and catch... I love that shit, but I know that's not <laughs> what you're talking <laughs>
1: about. Oh, my God. I could talk to you about fucking To Catch a Predator for the next five hours.
0: I was so sad when it stopped.
1: Well, okay. So, um... Chris Hansen has a YouTube channel Ooh. and he has done some additional type of predator things. It's not exactly the same as when they did it on Dateline. Well, it can't. Yeah. There's been a couple where he like catches people in hotel rooms and stuff. I honestly don't like it as much, but from what I understand, they're going to start doing some sort of predator investigations for his true blue network, which is like a new network that he's working on or something. Um,
0: Cause we need another one
1: yeah i mean i'll watch it if there's fucking shit i will watch that shit all day long i love watching those disgusting guys yeah fuck
0: them yeah
1: um did you watch that one show on discovery well now you have discovery plus you can watch this it's the it's a mom it's a 30 something year old mom who poses as a teenager and she bust pedophiles
0: oh i love that yeah did you watch it no but i'm
1: gonna okay i'm gonna like tonight
0: maybe (laughs)
1: What is it called? I can't remember what anything is called tonight. Um, um, predator show. Julie's
0: looking it up on her desktop, like. Undercover desktop.
1: underage. Okay, undercover oh, sure. underage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a thirty-eight-year-old mom, and they have this house set up with. It's like a it's like an Airbnb or something and they'll have the bedroom looking like a teenage girl's bedroom. She has different personalities, different wigs, different names, different all kinds of things. Love and that. she poses as the decoy and then she'll take cops out with her to meet guys at like a Waffle House or whatever and they'll bust
0: them. Yep. It's Sign me It's so
1: fucking good. You have
0: to watch it.
1: It's on Fuck. Discovery Plus Undercover Underage
0: thank you that's your do next you rem- thing. that's it that's my next one do you remember <laughs> when chelsea from team mom's friend got caught doing that shit
1: i don't know the full story of that
0: oh and okay i
1: heard snippets about it but can you enlighten me fill me in on
0: that oh i just have to remember her. Brittany. okay B- b-r-i-t-n-e-e
1: mm.
0: yeah of course. um So her friend Brittany, who was on the show, but stopped appearing after this happened, and and the guy, her husband Alex, showed up on the episode when they go backstage to meet some country singer. You probably, I know you like you like country. You and Justine both like country, so you probably know who it is. I don't remember what his name is. Was it um, Jason Aldean? They all are Jason Aldean. Okay, honey.
1: Perfect, perfect.
0: It was Jason Aldean. But he's in that episode, probably. See, she goes to that, his show in the early seasons, this is a okay. little later, because uh, okay. Cole was there. And they go backstage, he's there, he's the guy with the red hair. But anyway, he was out of town for work, and was talking with a, you know, seven, I think she was like 16 or 17, allegedly, year old girl, and he was talking about her meeting him at his hotel room, and at one point he does say, like, I hope you're not a cop, lol, so he knew she was underage, mm-hmm. and yeah, he invited her to his place, and he got busted. He served time, and I honestly don't know if they're still together or not. I don't think so, but she stayed off social media for a bit, and is back now. Um, it's it's kind of sad because her son looks just like him. Aww. she she was pregnant with their well, only child. Well, hopefully she's when smart enough
1: to to keep her distance um i do remember hearing something about that i didn't know the whole story um but this the annoying thing is these morons always think if they ask oh are you a cop or something that the the person has to say yes you caught me I'm a police officer and you're <laughs> busted, mister. Yeah. Like, that's not how it works. They don't have to tell you that they're a cop. And like, just because you asked doesn't mean you're off the hook, you weirdo.
0: So that's a legend. Cause I've seen that in other movies when they're like, you gotta tell me. It might be there. I think
1: that it came from some certain law in some district, some sure. precinct, some something. But it, it's not like, hey, before I buy this cocaine off of you, are you a police <laughs> officer? Oh, you got me, bro. Sorry. Ah,
0: yeah, yeah. You got me. Finger guns. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But so many people think that. And that's something that always blew my mind into Catch a Predator, too
0: fuck those people dude i
1: remember the guy that showed up twice
0: (laughs) yes yes i do i sure do
1: (laughs) he showed up like the second time at a a walmart or mcdonald's or something and he's like i'm Mm -hmm. just getting something to
0: eat like
1: okay sure
0: oh i was just gonna i was just gonna tell her to stop talking to guys online like oh yeah
1: they're like oh i drove two hours just to tell her that she shouldn't be talking to strangers online and or the one guy that was like Oh, I drove over here just to tell her that I couldn't hang out. I have some stuff to do. Like, oh, yeah. Really? You drove 47 minutes out of your way instead of just calling. And
0: brought Mike's hard lemonade and, like, condoms. Oh, yeah. The
1: guy that showed up naked. Like, he got naked in yes, the laundry room yes. with the beer in front of him. Yes! <laughs> it's just moronic. These guys are such losers. And I love watching them get busted and go to prison. The The rabbi... Teachers, military oh, guys, God. it's crazy that they've never caught a woman. I know women don't offend nearly as much in those mm-hmm. situations, but I think that women mostly do the teacher student thing. That's the only time I ever see women that get in yeah. trouble for that shit.
0: Yeah, come to think of they're it, not I really like right.
1: online doing it that way.
0: But we're crazy. We're mentally unstable. We couldn't run this country. Better watch out. Do you? How often do? (laughs) How often do you see us going after underage people or shooting up schools?
1: Yeah, we don't go to prison nearly as much, and I don't know if that's because we don't commit as many crimes, or because we're smart enough not to get caught. I'm not sure. Yeah, it could be a mixture of both, but. There's a pedophile that lived like around the corner and down the street from me, and he had been caught like when you pull up his his rap sheet, uh, you know, because when they have to go on the map, and then you look up the map every once in a while, and you see that you've got a a child. Predator neighborhood in area. watchdog does Yeah, and so we found out that he had, uh, like, was was in trouble for luring a child over the internet, somebody over under the age of twelve or whatever. So the neighborhood finds out, you know, most of us are in an uproar. We, don't, we do not want this guy living in our neighborhood, no. not only in our neighborhood, but like a thousand feet from a middle school, mm-hmm. from an elementary school. Like, how is that even legal? In Colorado, there's no laws against how close a predator can live to a school. And in our neighborhood, we have an elementary school. And then another half mile away is a middle school. And this guy lives on the Las
0: Vegas strip or something? It's insane. Yeah. So
1: we're all upset about that. Now his wife comes out of the woodwork and his wife is like, (gasps) you don't, she's online. Like, you don't know this story. You don't know what you're talking about because they always tell the wife something like, oh, I didn't know. Or she said she was 18 and then Mm -hmm. they found, and then it was revealed that whatever. They always lie like that to their wives. So we find out this, this wife is defending him. They have kids. They have young kids around or under the age that he was no. going for and their daughters. So we're all pissed off, right? One of my neighbors goes over to this chick and they talk and she's like, okay, I'll try not to judge. Blah A blah. couple months later, this motherfucker gets busted again <gasps> for the same fucking shit of trying to lure a child over the Internet and I think um, so, his court date was like earlier this year at the end of last year. And I think they put him away for like a good amount of time. He actually went away this time for like a good chunk of time.
0: And are it's they cutting so his sad. dick and balls off? Too, I hope like, so. Publicly? Like, I
1: secretly love when predators go to prison because I'm like, oh, awful. the inmates are going to take care of them. Like, they're oh, going to get justice. That's what I've heard.
0: Yeah. In my large experience with prison and the prison system, like, that's what I hear too. Yeah. It's. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because you've been in and out a lot, too. I've heard about that. I heard about you. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hard time, baby. No, fuck those people. No, that's. I would have done the the exact same thing.
1: I say this all the time. I'm like, normalize judging people. You can judge people because sometimes you're right. It's okay. I judged that guy the first time around. And I was like, oh, look, I was fucking right. Judge, judge, judge. I'm going to judge all day long until you prove me wrong.
0: Well, I just think when it comes to something like being a sexual predator. Yeah. I think you can be like, that's the line. Yeah. and there's times tons- anything I think you can be like, you know what? We don't need to have game night.
1: And there's been times <laughs> when I looked at a guy and I'm like, oh, that guy looks like a creep. And then before you know it, it comes out on the news like, oh, this person was arrested for being a creep. And I'm like, I fucking knew it. I knew you were a creep and I was right.
0: <laughs> You're Kevin from Home Alone. Just. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Shocking. Hmm. I'm so surprised. (laughs) The guy that you date, you talked about earlier, the guy you dated who was, you said, 19 when you were 15? Yeah. Was he in a band? No. No oh okay uh just i would have been and were talking about cool. this, and we were like it's always motherfuckers and bands who are going after like i know we talked about teenagers oh
1: there's so i mean there's so many stories we could talk about for that too of all these like creepy like the guy from blood on the dance floor and like yeah. there's all so many creepy stories about those guys too and they always date the young girls mm-hmm. always they never want a girl their age it's weird
0: for me it was i was 17 and he was 22 and i will say this i never feel like i was violated in that relationship i truly don't right but just that on principle like as a 22 year old why do you even want to hang out with a 17 year old
1: yeah there's only one reason it's
0: weird and i was extra annoying so i don't know what the fuck this guy was (laughs) what was this guy
1: into what a weirdo
0: (laughs) i still am but especially 17 year old me was really annoying so it's like when I was 22, I wouldn't even look the direction of anyone probably under I've always liked older men, but uh, you know, 20, 21. Gross. Yeah.
1: I do think it's weird when there's large age gaps. I think it's I think it's very telling of a relationship. Yeah. yeah. And why Speaking would somebody? Of, are,
0: are you following this um Olivia Wilde um Harry Styles thing I saw like I know that there was a lot of drama from
1: that movie coming out which that uh-huh. movie was fucking fantastic I was loved it? it it was so good yeah um unfortunately someone had ruined the ending for me um I actually saw the ending on a review somewhere and I was like Shit. oh no but it was still very good um, so I saw that there was a lot of drama for that when she said that she had fired Shia LaBeouf and then he came with the receipts and was like, no, I quit. I did not. You did not fire me. Um, and that a lot of people were saying that her relationship with Harry Styles was a pu- publicity stunt. And then as soon as the movie came out, they broke up. That's the last I've heard about it. Okay. Is there more revelation?
0: So they had the premiere, at I believe, Cannes, Cannes, film Festival. Festival. Yeah, I just always think of Entourage whenever I talk about it. We do.
1: That's the only reason I know how to say yeah! it. It's a good episode. <laughs>
0: um We we watched all of Entourage again when we were home on paternity, maternity. It's one yeah. of
1: the few shows that I can watch over and over and over again, and it is so fun and nostalgic to experience. it is. It, it.
0: It is. Um, but they were there and I guess Um, the main actress I can't remember her name right now um, and Olivia Wilde were sitting on complete opposite ends of panels whenever they could and at one point when they were doing a panel the main actress was like out mingling with people and like refused to attend with the rest of her castmates and Olivia Wilde was like yeah she can't be here because of like scheduling conflicts or whatever but they like cut to her you know. Like, I did hear drink, like mm.
1: I did hear her say that she would not be doing any press for this movie, which I think is crazy because she was so fucking fantastic in this movie. I have a huge girl crush on Florence Pugh. Like, oh yes. Thank oh you. Right. my god, she is amazing. She's amazing in Midsummer. She's amazing in this. Mm-hmm. I I did think it was kind of sad that she didn't want to do press for it, but I I heard that she said she would not be doing any press for this movie, which is crazy.
0: I would be, yeah, like, you know, get that money when you get that money, girl. You're in your prime. But I was so annoyed. I think Harry Styles got paid as much, maybe more than she did. I think I heard that, which is bullshit.
1: See, when it comes to those pay issues, I'm like, well, maybe he negotiated better. And she's only been in a couple movies. Like, he's an international superstar. He might not be an amazing actor he's not maybe not a well-known actor but he's been famous internationally as a huge superstar for what 10 15 years now and she's done a couple movies the this is kind of the same argument that I had when um uh, Bryce Dallas Howard was whining about how Chris Pratt made more money than her on Jurassic World Mm. and it's like well Chris Pratt is a bigger star than you. Chris Pratt has sure. been around for a long time. He has more star power. And maybe he negotiated better than you. Yeah. I, like, it's just not everybody's going to be paid the same. And I don't know. I thought um, now she did. She was in a lot more scenes than Harry Styles. So I can see how that would be frustrating. Okay,
0: um,
1: But that's up to you and your attorneys to negotiate your your pay at the beginning
0: i never thought about it that way that's a good point because unfortunately and i have always believed at least to my understanding from my what i've talked to my friends and stuff about like i definitely hear men more so going into a job and being like fucking pay me more money statistically men are much more
1: likely to negotiate their pay than women women statistically seem to be more intimidated and I can say that I myself am also, have also been very intimidated to, but men are more likely to negotiate their pay and men are more likely to be confident in their, what they're worth, their, sure. their worthiness as far as pay goes. Sure.
0: They're metalworking, so. their pipe fitting. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. And that's something that I need to work on specifically To you know, like I have never demanded a raise ever not yep. once but I know I'm worth it and I am the mm-hmm. biggest hype person when it comes to other people like if you and I already be talking about it I'd be like fucking ask for a raise You yep. deserve it I tell my coworkers mm-hmm. it yeah but it's <laughs> like, when I- you get down to it it's
1: intimidating and it's hard to do it's not an easy thing to do I went on a an interview uh like a month or so ago and mm. I I didn't end up getting the job because they didn't want to pay me what I wanted And I tried to negotiate with them. I was like, hey, you know, I'm in a position, this is a position of privilege. I'm in a position where I don't need to have a full-time job right now. Mm. My husband and I own businesses together. He is the breadwinner. I wait tables three nights a week for some extra money to contribute. I am not in a desperate position for a a job like I have been a million times before where I've taken less than I wanted. Sure. Um, so I went in there with that with that knowledge and I asked for, this was an administrative job and it was around the corner from my house, super easy, uh, hybrid position. I could work from home and come to the office whenever I felt like it, like all of that. But I wanted like $26 an hour and they wanted to pay $20 an hour. So I tried to negotiate with them. What are like,
0: you, 19? Yeah.
1: I know. I'm like, I try, especially in Colorado, it's so fucking expensive to live in Colorado. So I'm like, you know, I maybe we can negotiate where I work four days a week. Maybe we can negotiate additional, um, additional vacation days in exchange for that hourly rate. Or, you know, can we get me somewhere to the, can we get me to $26 an hour within six months? Like there's all so many different ways to negotiate a pay. Um, to negotiate extra sick time vacation days maybe work your way up we're gonna work our way up to $26 an hour within x amount of time there's so many ways that you can do that they seemed like they wanted to hire me but then they were like oh we had this other lady who's got a college degree and is willing to work for the $20 an hour and I was just like I'm not your girl
0: Give it to good her for
1: you now. thank you have a good day And it made me sad to think that somebody who spent so much money on a college education and has a degree and has experience like this is willing to go work full time in the state of Colorado for $20 an hour where you can't even get a studio apartment for less than $1,500 a month. That's crazy
0: pants to me. Girl, don't even get me started. And like, like you already said, not to like knock that because 26 is solid. Like, hourly, yeah. I've never made that hourly. But you're not going in there asking for, you know, six figures. Nope. Like, that's, it's the, this day and age, that's fine. You know, I don't think oh, that's yeah. a hard ask. And I
1: always tell people, like, I always know ahead of time, like, what I'm willing to take and what I'm not willing to take. And I, and, and I always tell them. I know that this is more than you wanted to pay or that you expected to pay, but I can guarantee you that you will not regret it. You're going to get your money's worth and you're going to be happy with the work that I do. So I think that having that confidence going in is definitely going to help you. But again, I'm coming from a position of privilege where I'm not mm-hmm. in desperate need of a job. So it really affects the way that I, I, you know, look at things. But You could always take a job that you're not in love with and then take that time to really get exactly what you want because you're already employed. So you can take your time more.
0: Absolutely. And I will always say I will respect someone who works, you know, not an ideal job like a fast food gig will say, you know, not to knock again, not Mm -hmm. to say that. But I'll always respect that person more than someone who's at home like, I don't get it. I can't find a job. Oh, yeah.
1: And I mean... Nothing's working. There's fast food places that are paying, like, $18 an hour. It's crazy.
0: Absolutely. No, I thank God and RuPaul, whoever else (laughs) is out there constantly, (laughs) that I am in a dual-income household. Like, we both work full-time. Yeah. Like, and we're not... It's hard. We don't live in a mansion. Like, we're not out there taking vacations all the time. I don't wear designer shit. Like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, oh, my God. My whole wardrobe is from Walmart and Old Navy.
0: Yeah, Costco here.
1: Hey. Yeah, I'm all about it. I splurged
0: on a Betsy Johnson purse for myself that was on sale for $53. Oh, fancy. that was like a, oh.
1: I always tell my husband, I'm like, you have no idea how lucky you are because I literally, I will never spend more than like $50 to $60 on a purse. When I get that one purse, I will use that one purse until it literally falls apart. And then you know, two years later, I'll get another $50 purse. I'm mm-hmm. like, you have no idea how lucky you are. I'm so low maintenance.
0: Oh, I give facials to clients at my job who are stay at home moms, not saying that's not an easy gig, or not saying that's a not a hard gig. Sorry. Um, But I, I've told my husband the same thing. I'm like, you have no idea how lucky you mm-hmm. have it. You know, I have women laying on my table at work who are like, oh, my, my husband just bought me these Huge stud diamond earrings, like these blood diamonds. Just, just because.
1: I couldn't care less. I could not care less about designer clothes or, I, I want experiences. You want to treat me to something? Take me somewhere. Let's go make a memory and have fun. Mm -hmm. I do not. I couldn't care less about all the rest of it. Yeah. They just have no idea how lucky they are to have. Oh, I know. I know. (sighs) My kids are in
0: school all day. Yep. What will I do? Like.
1: Go get your lashes done and buy a new purse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, you uh, never told... You didn't tell me what MLM podcast you were listening to.
0: I was just going to say, um... (laughs) So the one I'm listening to today, rewind, um, the one I've been listening to today is called The Dream.
1: Okay. I have. Which
0: is punny because that's how I started listening to it was from a dream I had about that loser. So what
1: season are you listening to? Because I listened to the first season and was super into it. And then I tried to start to listen to the second and the second season was way far, way different from the first season and I couldn't finish it.
0: I'm on season one, episode four.
1: Okay. So
0: good. So addictive. Really good. They're actually going into these MLMs to let you know from the inside what's going on, which is what you have to do because with Plexus, I've been diving in. Yeah. I'm looking up stuff from 2017, 18. Like, it's really hard, and they do this on purpose, to find an exact number, how much you're going to make at what level because they use certain phrases and labels, gemstones to, like, hide the levels and how much you can make and give you these huge range of numbers and what you can be making and it's they're actually going in there and telling you what exactly they're telling them they have to do
1: okay see I I could 1000% re-listen to that podcast um because I remember loving the first season uh there's also there's a podcast called oh no Ross and Carrie and back in 2016 They actually went through the process of, like, joining Scientology.
0: (gasps) They went to,
1: oh, my God. It's so fucking good. You have to listen to it. So it's a whole back in, okay, 2016. I'm trying to figure out.
0: Subscribing. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: no, Ross and Carrie. Okay. So, what they started with is they just started by like going to the Scientology Center and then they sign up for a class, an introduction. They talk about the classes, they talk about the cost of the classes, they talk about all kinds of stuff. It was fascinating. I would listen to that again, too. That was really good.
0: I'm gonna. That sounds amazing. I know. So right good. before. You, me, and Justine did our episode on my Big Fat American Gypsy wedding together. I had gone to LA to visit my bestie. And I didn't even know we were there because we, so we were in um downtown, or not downtown, we were in Hollywood, and we were at Beetle House, which is the Tim burton theme bar. Okay. And it's, like, right across the street from the main Scientology Center. Ooh, the big and, one. The big one. And, um... When we were getting into my friend's car, I didn't even realize what was happening at first, but a bus pulled up behind us, and then one by one, these people get- are getting off the bus in their matching, like, tan, I think, like, tan button-up shirt and black pants, whatever Oh wow! It was. Maybe it was white. Um. And my friend made a joke, like, there they go, to go, like, clean the floors with toothbrushes for the next eight hours, and I was like, what are they doing? They're like, they're going into work. Like, they're going in to do the... Like, do their duty with the Scientology. For free, yeah. And it was just crazy seeing them file into this building that's, like, you can't see in it. Yeah. It's stone and the windows are all fogged out, so you can't see what's going on in Uh there. And I just couldn't help but think, when you go in there, you don't come out.
1: Oh, yeah. No, uh, one of the revelations of that podcast, and um, Leah Remini has also said this, is Mm -hmm. those Scientology centers are empty. They are so big They are so glamorous looking. They are intriguing. And 90% of the time, they're desolate. Really? It's really mostly just for show. Look at this big, beautiful temple that we have. Yeah. You got to listen to it. It's really fascinating.
0: There was probably, I think I saw 20-ish, maybe 30 people file into that building. Mm -hmm. And this was at like... 11 at night 11 oh, wow. at night something so they yeah. were going for the overnight shift oh my god going back on what you just said though that's kind of what the idea with mlm is, mlms is too which is something i didn't even realize really till lately was these people talk about how much money they make and the cars and whatever that they make
1: mm-hmm. but they
0: have to Oh yeah. That's what gets people to want to join is even yep. if they're not making that money, they sure as fuck want you to think they're making that mm-hmm. money. That was and like the just... Lularo
1: documentary where she's yeah. like, Oh, I bought this land this Range Rover and this and that. And I have my whole thoughts about Lularo. I think a lot of people made poor decisions just in general yeah. and that's a personal responsibility. If you decided to blow all your money on cars, then that's you. You know, that's that's a you problem. <laughs>
0: You MC hammered your, your money? Yeah,
1: you had the money. You got the money. How you spent it was up to you. But yeah, it's all about appearances. It's like, look at these giant temples that we have. And look at, you know, all these events that we're doing. And look at this new car that I bought. And it's that's all to rope you in. It's all to get you.
0: Kind of like you say, like the world is lucky you have a conscience like the world's lucky i'm lazy Mm,
1: yeah that's That's it too lazy and a conscience
0: you're you're lucky i'm lazy (laughs) like i don't got time or Um, the energy to do that's merch
1: that's merch that's merch
0: (laughs) put that put that file in i know i'm gonna write that down 50 50 actually i get this you get 12 percent, and then you get an extra percent per person you get to to (laughs) to wear it okay perfect (laughs) seems fair
1: right We'll have one shirt that says Evil Genius, and then the other one will say, You're Lucky I'm Lazy.
0: Perfect. It's merch. It's the new Best Friends (laughs) broken heart necklace you got with your bestie when you were nine.
1: Oh, my God. Stop talking. We have to trademark this right now.
0: (laughs) Everyone listening, you heard it here first. I'm going to
1: cut this. All of it. (laughs) So good. Well, I got... That's about all I got. I we went like about twice as long or like twice as long as I thought we would, which is awesome. Cause I was honestly feeling kind of tired when we got started and oh. I'm energized. That was really fun. We talked yeah. about a bajillion things. Do you have anything else you want to talk about or anything? You I don't plug? think so. I say,
0: let's save it for next time. I okay. say, let's, let's do another one. I'm sure we'll have more. I think. I think where we're ending now is a healthy podcast episode for two people.
1: (laughs) Well, tell people where they can find you in your podcast.
0: I'm at Surreality, the Surreality Podcast. You can find me at SurrealityPod on Instagram. Uh, Like we talked about, I'm about to start doing the new season of Surreal Life. This is the first time I'm covering a new show on my podcast, something not from like 2004 so. Get ready. We're all in this together. But it's as far as I know, I'm the only person covering this. So you can find me there. Um, Yeah. And then I'm on, I, I guess, some other people's podcast. Julie will be on my podcast soon. We're going to do Tool Academy. <laughs> I cannot I wait. <laughs> wait. You
1: unlocked a memory. When you mentioned Tool Academy, it like totally unlocked that memory. I had completely forgotten about it. I cannot wait to talk about it
0: you should um did you watch Teen Mom 3 no oh oh, perfect good okay because Justine and I want to cover Teen Mom 3 we haven't figured out exactly when we're doing it yet but I want to start soon we should three of us
1: okay I'm excited. Because you haven't seen it, her and
0: I both have. So we've it's We've got perfect. this
1: whole little, little um, podcast family, and it's really fun. Because I love when I listen to other podcasts, and I'm like, oh, I, I heard you on Justine's podcast. I heard Justine on your podcast. Yeah. Therefore, I, I
0: know that. everything about you. <laughs> Therefore, we are best friends. We are so. now
1: besties, and uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. well thank you so much for having me on it means a lot to me thank you
1: thank you thank you you guys uh you know where to find me at resting bitch pod and we will see you next time bye